Well, I think you have to play, uh, you know, continue really to play the game we've been playing. I think we've, our team's been playing some really good hockey. We're playing fast. I think our puck management's really good, which you're going to have to have against this team, obviously, with some of the guys that they have in their lineup. You know, they're a good, uh, quick transition team. So I think that's a big part of it. Uh, you know, I think being able to stay out of the penalty, but having penalty discipline play it. Uh, an intense style of game, but make sure that you're not, you know, giving them uh, easy opportunities on the power play to get on the power play because you know what, uh, it's it's a deadly group there. So, um, you know, you recognize what their strengths are, but you know, for us, as I always talk about, I think it's about the game that we're trying to play that gives us the best chance to win, and we got to be, you know, consist continue to be consistent in that. And in a game like tonight against this team, I think that the consistency, shift to shift, period to period, is real important. With rookies, there's sometimes a lot of peaks and valleys. Watching Marco Rossi this year for your hockey club, he's been pretty damn consistent. What do you attest that to? Uh, you know, I think, I mean, Marco's a mature kid. He's a young, he's a young player, but he's very coachable. And, you know, I think when, if and when he's had some dips, we've tried to make sure that, you know, we give some guys individual attention. So if we see certain things in their game that's starting to slide a little bit, it's uh, just sitting down with them and showing some clips of, you know, things that can be tightened up a little bit. And because he's a coachable, receptive kid, he's, you know, he takes that to heart and then he usually rectifies it pretty quick. Will you for sure split the back-to-back with the goalies? Yes. So tonight will be... Gustafson. Yeah. Do you know where you are with Felino and even Maroon? Is he gone? You know, it's a great question on Felino. The reason I don't have it was uh, they just, he wasn't around the last couple of days. Uh, they just had their uh, baby, so he's mm-hmm. kind of dealing with that right now. So I'm, I'm assuming when I get back, when we get back, I'll have uh, further updates for you guys on both of those guys. I know this road trip started off with a loss for you guys, but in the month of February, you guys have really kind of found found your game. What are some of the aspects of your game that you like that are firing for your club right now? Well, I think we're playing fast. I think when we don't have the puck, uh, there's structure, but probably more importantly, I think we work to get the puck back. You know, we have strong structure, but there's speed to our game and the checking game, which is important. Uh, and then I think we've done a good job of executing out of our own end. But then when we get you know, our decision-making at the offensive blue line and our puck decisions have been strong. When there's ice to play on, I think we've been able to be an attacking team off the rush, but we're not forcing things, and we've been able to set up, if that's not there, set up our, our ability to play in the offensive zone, and then I think our intensity level and working as a five-man unit there has been strong. Can you talk about the improved play on the offensive zone? Because it looks like you guys have a lot more possession right now in your games. Yeah, it's it's like I said, I think it's it's really setting your game up when you enter the offensive zone is is where certain pucks are. Are you putting pucks to speed? And then it comes to an intensity level in the offensive zone to be able to win puck battles. Uh, when you when you lose the puck, there's a second effort to to get it back. You're above pucks, and then you know the other part of it is I think is is being strong on the puck. Whether you're down low or puck comes higher to your demon, you know if we don't have lanes, are we putting the puck back into an area that we can recover that puck? And it's it's a blend of playing hard but also playing smart about a week ago trying to get more out of Freddie's line. I know that line's been broken up a little bit here, but have you seen more from Freddie with the skating and like that and you know, him and Ryan too? Yeah, I think uh yeah, I, I think both guys have uh you know are doing what we're asking them to do and that's and and even for them individually to play at a pace and a competitive level that gives you a chance to impact the game in a positive way. And I think both players are working towards that and, and are doing a pretty good job. How do you feel Chisholm get that with Brody in there and that those matchups he gets are pretty tough ones? How do you feel Declan did there? 
I thought he did a good job. You know, one of the things that that was impressive with him was, you know, for a young guy to go back to the team that he just got, you know, we claimed him obviously off of waivers into their building. And, um, you know, he took a couple of hard hits early. Uh, it's obviously an emotional game for him to be able to come back to. But I really liked how he was able to gather himself and get through that part of the of early in the game. And then I thought his response after that was was good. So that's encouraging for a young guy to maybe hit some a little bit of adversity or some emotion early in a game. But it's he's able to find himself and gather himself and get to the game that um, gives him the best chance to be a solid player for us. A little bit of a curveball here. I think it's 258 game number for Kirill Kaprizov. Of course, 97 versus 97 tonight. When you look at his numbers in his career, he's only about 20 points off of uh, McDavid's marks Mm -hmm. at the same time in his career. Do you feel like Kirill Kaprizov is underrated in this league? I do. You know, having coached against him, you certainly respect, um, you know, probably like most elite players in the league. You're always aware of them. You're pre-scouting. You see them play. Uh, several times a year and coach against him and you always are aware of them but for me with with coming in to see Kirill every day just you know game in and game out uh, how he practices his love for the game his talent level but the thing that stands out to me and even with uh, with Connor is that they're highly talented players but the drive to be you know to be difference makers in the game and I think their their competitive level uh, sets them apart, and you know, I, I I think the future is as good as Kirill has been. There's, I think, there's more there, and I think he's going to continue to come into his own as an elite player in the league. What do you What do you make of him being at 20 goals? Because he he's a guy you look at him play every night, and you're like, well, he's he's doing what he needs to do. Uh, wh- why do you think he he's just scoring less than he has? You know, I think sometimes, uh, you know, certain seasons, sometimes pucks go in the net easily and sometimes they don't, you know, at least in my time with him. I mean, he's a, you know, he drives play. He gets, he gets, you know, lots of, lots of scoring chances. I think, you know, a player like him sometimes, you know, one year they might go in all the time, but the other, other years it's not, it doesn't go in as easy. Um, You know, obviously I think injury has hurt him a little bit. You know, I think when top players miss some time, that does affect some of their statistics, but What's been impressive to me with him is his game. Like his his game really hasn't changed, and uh, you know even with him, I think with top guys, it's can we also help him? Are there more areas where he can create? You know, is he can he get a little bit more things off the rush? Can he put himself in some better situations to be able to score more? And you know that's I think trying to help him be a great player for our team, but also be a great player uh, in the league and be able to drive a team. So. Um, as I said, I, I, I think that he's uh, he's going to continue to grow and improve. John, you coached in Nashville. Now you're here. Scrapping playoffs in this, today's NHL, just the way it is. There's like 20 teams in the middle, all scrapping to get in. There's five at the top, and five at the bottom. Yeah, it seems every year like there's teams obviously that get off to some some great starts, and I think that. You know, that, that, that's why those great starts help because I think it builds confidence and belief. And you see down the stretch, you know, it helps when you can put points in the bank early in the year. But you're right. I mean, there's a lot of parity uh, in the league. There's a lot of teams right now. I mean, you, you look every night, it's, you know, um, teams are really competitive down the stretch. So it's, it's uh, you know, they always say it's, it's hard to make the playoffs, and it is because I think there's five teams that, you know, maybe halfway through the year, like, okay, they're in. And then there's going to be a conglomerate of teams that are going to, it's going to come right down to the last 10 games, probably. You look at the other town score, players always say, nah, I don't worry. Look at it. Do coaches look at that every night? 
I think some guys, some guys may, you know, to me, I think it's a little, it's too much of a roller coaster at this point in the season. I think if you're right down in there, you know, we've uh, been on some teams that have made it at game 80, 81, 79. Uh, I think when you get down to maybe the final five and you're in that mix, it does. But I think it's when you do it now, right? Like if you look at this, if you're sitting there and going last night, I'll go, well, we want this team to, I think it really takes your energy away. And I think it takes you off the focus where I don't think at this point, the scoreboard watching does any good. It's harder when there's a group of teams all grouped within three or four or five points because you got to jump over if you're back. You got to jump over. Some yeah, that's why I think when you when you scoreboard not watch now, yeah. I think it's it's you get it does get it. you're you're up and they're down. If a team maybe you're watching a game and you're like, oh geez, they, they lost. That's great. But then the next day you come in and then another team loses. So it doesn't matter. It like in in reality. Um, we've had a good stretch here. We know what our situation is. So for us, if you win and collect points, that's that's going to be the best recipe for you giving yourself the best chance down the stretch. What's come the furthest when we saw you last? You were, I think, five games in. What's come the furthest for this club since you took over from the start to now? Is there an area that's improved the most? I would say, uh, you know, when you first come into a team, there's little uh, tweaks and changes you make. And I think that when things go well, they work. But sometimes you can get you can stray off of what your identity is you're trying to instill. And the longer you're with a team, you want to see those elements of your game be consistent and be reliable night in and night out, regardless of what of what the score is and what the situation is. And I think that's, you know, for example, the other day in, in, in Vancouver, I'll give you an example that, you know, we were down, you know, 3-1 and 5-2. But when you really look at the game, we were in control of the game. We weren't in control of the scoreboard, but we didn't veer off. We didn't veer off what what our game was going to be. So to me, I think that's really important to, to, to get that consistency and reliability and what you think gives you the best chance to win. And I think that's where we've grown the most is, is staying with things regardless of what the situation is in the game. <laughs>